Afternoon Drive with John Matham on Cape Talk. Uh, there are some issues around uh, TikTok. Uh, TikTok has decided, according to a Bloomberg article I read earlier today, to automatically impose a 60-minute time limit for users under 18. That's an attempt to mitigate what is thought to be an addictive nature and address concerns about the impact of TikTok on teens. Um, on the other side, in terms of security, there have been recent announcements and crackdowns. In the US, the legislators have introduced a number of bills that aim to ban the app over the national security risks posed by its Chinese ownership. The European Commission has barred staff from using TikTok after the Internal Market Commissioner said the EU would ban the platform if it did not follow content moderation and data rules. Canada has banned TikTok from government-issued phones. Kate Thompson-Davy is a technology columnist, an Impact Africa Fellow, and a Wanadata member. Hello, Kate. Hi, John. Uh, I'm not on TikTok. If I were, would I be worried that the Chinese, should I be worried that the Chinese government is stealing my data, my data? I don't think that general users need to be overly concerned. Uh, It is, I think at this point, still a theoretical threat. And certainly that's why governments like the US um, and Canada have taken these sort of preemptive strikes. Uh, But as far as I understand it, they don't have terribly much more access to data than Facebook does or Instagram does. Do they do anything different to the best of people like your knowledge with the data that they do get versus what Facebook and um, Western-owned or Western-originated social media platforms do with that sort of data? Yes and no. So the official statement is that they uh, do not collect that information to share with government resources, which in their case would be Chinese government resources, and they don't share it beyond the company. Having said that, there are a few limited cases where we know that user data has been shared uh, or accessed even by staff. But I'm talking about very limited. So in in December, for example, um, a small number of staff were found to have accessed um, the personal data or the browsing data of a tiny select group of users, and TikTok fired those employees. So they're they're collecting usage data, personal data, um, and they do potentially have access to things like your camera and your microphone, and that's really a worry for people, because, or, or governments at least, because they think, well, they could be used to switch on remotely and listen in to meetings um, um, with people being unaware. But we don't have evidence of wide-scale use of that, uh, whereas we do have evidence of wide-scale misuse of Facebook information, for example, um, with the 2016 uh, scandal about Cambridge Analytica and, and the U.S. elections. The the other side of the criticism of TikTok, its addictive nature and the yeah. degree to which it can make, I suppose, mostly young people unhappier than they would be if they didn't have access to what TikTok tells them they should look like and feel like and be able to wear and, and drive and so on. 
Are they is is TikTok worse in in that sort of arena than some of the other social media platforms, which also push certain kinds of ways of behaving as being desirable and and glamorous? And if you're not in them, then what kind of loser are you? <laughs> I think that there's a lot of concern around beauty um, filters that can completely change how you look. And so people are not, especially our young, impressionable people, are not seeing skin texture and pimples and a double chin and whatnot from from the people they follow. If they're not getting a realistic perspective of celebrities, all these sort of on-platform celebrities, which is a whole new breed of people, those kind of things are present on all social medias, um, social media that's image-related, like Instagram, for example. But what's particularly interesting about TikTok is that their algorithm is incredibly good. So they drive so much engagement. I myself find it very hard to get off um, in, uh, TikTok. I'm always like, one more video. And I think that that level of exposure adds a new um, concern to the, to the mix. Really, because when uh, when I was asked to um, become amenable to being on TikTok and I replied that I was not amenable at all to being on TikTok, <laughs> and then I was told according to the terms of my contract of employment, I had to be amenable, <laughs> at which point I bowed bowed down gracefully and accepted reality. Um, but I, but I, I spent, uh, I don't know, I spent about a week on it, looking at it several times a day, and I found it mm-hmm. very easy to disengage very, very quickly. Mm. That doesn't make me a superior human being, but it does suggest that there, I don't know this, there's certain signs of certain kinds of personality that this sort of thing suits better than others. Nothing more than that. Definitely. And there, there's a sort of dopamine link. So in the same way that games on your phone, which have colors and noises and sort of the feeling of chance, engage people who are prone to uh, needing that dopamine hit from an external source uh, can be quite addictive. The same sort of thing is happening with TikTok and other social media. It's bright, it's colorful, there's dancers, there's interesting sounds, you feel like you're on the inside of an in-joke. And in those ways, I guess, it's sort of separating our people who are prone to uh, being caught up in all of that. And I think... Uh, and I stand to be corrected by many child psychologists, I think that children are particularly perceptible or rather um, susceptible to those kind of triggers. Were you checking out TikTok while you and I were talking? I wasn't, no, (laughs) but I have to tell you, I'm on it far too much. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe this conversation with this grumpy old fart who's not on TikTok or any other social (laughs) medium will make you reconsider that and take you back to the writings of William Makepeace Thackeray and the like. (laughs) I tell you what, it has made me rethink because I'm definitely going to be doing an app audit where I go and look at all of my apps, all of my permissions, and just be certain that I'm not keeping stuff on my phone that I could probably do without and that apps don't have permission to services on my phone that they don't need. TikTok, for example, doesn't need to know my location. I think I shall do the same. I suspect that my audit will have me patting myself on the back, but we will see. Kate Thompson-Davey, thank you very, very much indeed. A technology columnist, Impact Africa Fellow and Wanadata member.